it's so normalized now and it's like how did how did that happen how did this happen i but know i do feel like there's a huge sober curious movement i know right now. and like, i love it i don't know if maybe that's just because i see all of the stuff now because of you yeah your world's know. opened up i don't know i hope all of the people that know me see all of the sober curious <laughs> stuff because i want this to be a more normal thing yeah. and that's that's why i am so open to like talking about it because it goes back to that post that i saw on instagram that day <laughs> Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And I'm going to be sharing a little bit about quitting drinking because I've had some questions recently from people like, had you been sober curious for a while? Like, did you kind of ease into it? Did you quit cold turkey? And the last episode we did about this was the second episode we ever recorded. So I figured it was about time that we redo it. Yeah, that was quite a bit ago now. We're now like, what, 40-something episodes in, and that was episode two? Yeah. Wow, yeah, it's about time that we bring this up again. Yes, totally. And, you know, if you listen to that episode, you may have heard some of this story before, but I'm going to share a little bit more, like, insight into the story, and then hopefully some advice and motivation for those of you who are sober curious and just kind of getting started. So I guess kind of in the moment, it really seemed spontaneous. You know, I shared in the last episode we recorded about the trip that you and I took to Texas. So had you asked me like prior to this trip, if I was like trying to quit drinking or if I was sober curious, I would have I would have been like, I, I don't think so. Like, yeah, maybe sometimes I like overdo it have a few too many, but I wouldn't have said like, oh, I've thought about quitting drinking or I'm thinking about quitting. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but now like me, it's funny because like obviously I have a perspective of this too because Mm -hmm. you've been my best friend forever Mm -hmm. and like I can look back and like you've never been like a big drinker. Mm -hmm. You know, you were a social drinker. That's the only time you would drink is if other people were drinking and Mm -hmm. they asked you to drink with them. Yeah. You know, you were never the one to like start the drinking. Yeah. But like I can think back to like, times where you chose not to drink and I think almost like you like were already leaning that way for a while but I think maybe you just didn't I wasn't know like the terminology for it or like you didn't know that it was like actually a thing yeah I I really think that that's true because I mean I also have like the past history of like seeing my dad struggle with addiction and so it's like I kind of knew what alcohol could do and like the downsides so I suppose in a way I was sober curious, but you're right. It's like I didn't have the words for it. And sometimes it's hard to like realize what you were thinking and doing Mm -hmm. until you realize, oh, that's what it's called. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I think once you had heard about like, oh, like sober curious is a thing, Mm -hmm. then I feel like that kind of helped you realize. Yeah, that helped you realize like, oh, shit, like this is me. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Because when somebody put it that way, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I guess I am sober (laughs) curious. I have thought about this, but I wouldn't have been able to like vocalize or communicate that to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when we went on this trip, I remember feeling like this had all kind of lined up for a reason. Like you didn't ask me to go on this trip until super last minute. And it was because you and your ex-boyfriend had broken up He had an extra airline ticket and was like, hey, do you want this? And since I like don't work a normal job, I was like, hell yeah, I can go with you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then 
I was in the shower before the trip, like a week before the trip. I knew we were going to go listening to a podcast, and it was the Earn Your Happy podcast by Lori Harder. Love that podcast. And she mentioned she was stopping in Austin, Texas on her book tour. And I was like, is this when I'm in town? And I went to her website and figured out she was going to be in Texas when we were there. And I was like, okay, I have to go, right? And her book is, um, it's called A Tribe Called Bliss. And it's, the tagline is like, I can't remember it exactly, but it's like break through superficial relationships and reach your highest potential or something Mm -hmm. like that. And even now looking back at that, I'm like, that is so encompassing of what giving up alcohol has meant to me, right? So we go to the book tour and I even posted on Instagram when I bought like the tickets for the book tour that I knew that I was supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I don't really know why and I'm really nervous to go, but like I know that things aligned so I can go. And we go to Texas. I go to the book tour and like I left the event, right? And you had texted me to like meet up for drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you had gone out like on your own before that. Me single in Texas, not a good thing. <laughs> well, and you were like by yourself. Yeah, too. I was by myself with two guys I met at the work conference I yeah. went to. Whose comedy show did you go to? It was like Nick. Nick um, Offerman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Jessica had gone and done her own thing and texted me and was like, hey, come meet me for drinks. So I left the event and still didn't really know like why I was supposed to be there. I talked to like one girl while I was there and it was the girl sitting next to me. So I like didn't go into it with the intention, I guess, to like meet a bunch of people. But so we go out afterwards and I have a few too many tequila shots (laughs) like that happens. That is exactly what would happen when I would go out drinking. And we woke up in the hotel the next morning and I was just kind of like, whoa what the fuck that was the roughest (laughs) fucking morning well you had to get up too but you didn't get up to like noon but yeah it was rough and I skipped the first part of my conference the mm -hmm. next day it's bad bad decisions so I kind of had this like feeling the typical feeling of like you're hungover you're embarrassed like I couldn't fully remember like what had unfolded the night before I was like I definitely got way more drunk than I would have intended And you were like, do you like remember me stopping you like from going pee in the closet? Like you tried to pee in the closet. And I was like, no, like what the fuck are you talking about? And I don't know. I just like it was just this like feeling of shame. And then we had gone out to True Food Kitchen and I remember being so excited to eat there. And then I could not stomach any other mm-hmm. food because I was so hungover. That was so disappointing. It was. And I remember going into the bathroom, like literally vomiting in the bathroom at True Food Kitchen because I was so hungover. But but when you had gone to your conference after that, I was laying in the hotel bed, like going through Instagram, and I was looking at Lori Harder's Instagram page. And she was sharing like people's Instagram stories that had been at her event the night before. So I'm online like socializing, like looking up all these other people that had been there. And I come across one Instagram page that was really speaking to me. And it was Amanda Kuda, who shout out to her because like forever my life has changed. She was the person who kind of put 
words to what I was feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. like we mentioned, like sober curious. And what really stood out to me was the way that she was sharing on her social media page about how she helped sober curious women who felt like alcohol was holding them back. So in the midst of that hangover, I joined her private Facebook group and was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to see if I can do this. Yeah. Okay, I want to take a quick break just to highlight our sponsor for today's episode, Switch Research. Are you feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic or clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. I've been using their self-guided self-love journal for about a month and a half now, and I absolutely love it. Journaling is great for me because I have a lot of thoughts that go through my head, and this gives me the space to actually put those thoughts down on paper, get them out from clogging my brain and making me overwhelmed all day long. So you too can transform negative thoughts into self-love using our code socialsoul20 today at switchresearch.org. You'll get 20% off of your purchase. Um, So go snag yourself a self-love journal, you guys. They are absolutely amazing. Again, you will use the code socialsoul20 at switchresearch.org. Check the show notes for this information as well. And now back, let's get back to the episode. I made that little bit of a commitment to myself that I was going to try to quit drinking. And I didn't really talk about it in the beginning, but I did make that I made that decision like then and there. That's like when I drew the line in the sand for myself. And I think that like one of the biggest things that really helped me with this was like kind of ditching the idea and the identity that I could have a good time when I was drinking. It was kind of like disconnecting from that. And I think like looking back, it's like I had so many of these experiences where I woke up feeling like shit about myself. Like we did the blacked out bride episode, like Mm -hmm. waking up after my wedding and not remembering that, like that was a big thing. So when I kind of look back, I can see all of these moments that kind of led up to this. Um, But yeah, I I mean, it seemed really spontaneous in the moment. But so I kind of like ditched that identity of like, Haley can have a good time when she's drinking. And I started identifying with the person who knew that she could be better by not drinking. And honestly, like I prioritized that. And I did the work to kind of become the person who who didn't need alcohol to like get by. So I really think just like making that decision was the biggest thing for me, even though it seems spontaneous. It definitely is something that that I knew I needed to do. I think about it a lot, too, in like the fact that you were at a really like pivotal moment in your life, too where I feel like you were confident enough to like make that change and to like stick with it. Because like I think back to like, you know, if you would have like still been at your other job, maybe it wouldn't have been as easy to just make that decision that day. Yeah. Because you, you know, I just feel like you were at a, you were at a place where you were like, I'm done having things in my life that I'm not happy with. Mm -hmm. Like you had changed your career for the better. You know, you were like, 
in that mode where you're like i'm trying to be better and you had so much shit you were trying to accomplish too with like your new business Mm -hmm. and all of that you were like i Mm -hmm. can't have anything stop me or like halt me in my tracks right now and and you were like fucking alcohol you gotta go Mm -hmm. Well, and that was totally the mindset is like, if I am going to try to be better and try to be this like example and this role model, like who am I to do that if I can also be this like really drunk, Mm -hmm. completely unaware person, right? So I, that's kind of what I think is like, was the biggest shift for me was who I wanted to be and just realizing like, hey, alcohol is, it's not going to allow me to be that person. And it is going to hold me back from it. And so when I found Amanda's Instagram page and she was like, like high achieving women who feel like alcohol is holding them back from their true potential. I'm like, it's me. (laughs) It is me. speaking to me. Yeah, literally. And so I just think that 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 was amazing. And I think it's so interesting, too, because now I can look back. So that day. The day that I decided to stop drinking, the day after Lori Harder's book tour event, um, I like posted on Instagram and I posted an excerpt from Lori's book that really stood out to me. And I'm not kidding you, like reading just that paragraph that I posted, thinking about the person that I am three years later and like what I'm doing, it is it literally is like giving me chills because it is like the universe was like working for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I realized it then. But I think that that's the coolest thing is that like I can look back now and be like, this all happened for a reason. Like every single thing led me to my purpose. You know what I mean? I think you did realize it though in that moment. Like even before we went on that trip, you were like, there's a reason. Yes. Something there's like there's a yeah. weird reason that like I'm going to this book thing yeah and but that she's there but then when I'm there even like making the decision to like quit drinking like I didn't know that that was the thing yeah because it's like even now like that's kind of what I'm like hoping to do to help people is mm-hmm. like to quit drinking I kind of do you think I should like read the excerpt I have it pulled yeah. up I shared it on my blog It says, we are on this earth to create the type of experiences in life that forces the highest version of ourselves to show up. We are here to share love, use our gifts, and find the solutions to our own obstacles so we can then teach what we've learned and how we've moved through it to others. We are here to expand into the extraordinary beings we are intended to be. We are not meant to move through this life alone, but to find a tribe of loving and supportive sisters to come together and share our our stories, extract our struggles, or extract our unique messages and use our voices. It will only be by sharing our strengths and struggles that we will break free and rise up to our highest potential in bliss. Damn. I know. And then she goes on to say, in isolation, our shame and fear grow stronger. Through vulnerable, compassionate union, we free not only our souls and the souls closest to us, but we shift, heal, and elevate the soul of the planet. That's powerful. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's what I got to do now. Mm -hmm. Like literally exactly what I went to this conference or this book tour event, like in the one thing that stood out to me the most that I shared the next day. Like, here I am, you know, kind of like carrying that out. 
I don't remember exactly like, like, did you tell me that next day that you were making this decision? I don't remember. Do you? I really don't think so. I don't think I told anybody. Yeah. I don't remember when you told me. Yeah. So that post that I put on Instagram was with zero awareness of like what was to come, you know? So that's what I think is kind of the coolest thing is just like looking back and really seeing like, oh, like I, this this is my path. Like I'm on the right, right track here. You know, I feel like I remember you mentioning the Amanda girl the Mm -hmm. next day. And I think maybe you were like telling me about like the sober curious and you were like, kind of like, did you know that like, this is like a term that like people use? Maybe. I feel like I remember having that conversation with you the next day. Yeah. But maybe that was the extent I, Well, honestly, I don't, I don't remember. So I'm kind of glad yeah. that you have that perspective. I have too. like a vivid memory of you like sitting in the hotel bed like on Instagram and then like bringing her, her name yeah. up. I Well, I mean, I remember because I, I found her on Lori's page. Like yeah. that's how I found her. And I just thought that it was like the coolest thing. And then she also had really cool pictures. And I was like, we should go take pictures like some of the pictures she has in the city. So I don't know if maybe that was like my segue into it or what, but I don't know. So I think really just kind of the point for me is like, it wasn't like a really well thought out decision to like quit drinking. It wasn't like a, I'm going to give myself a 30 day break. Like I hadn't thought about the idea of like forever. Like I really hadn't gone too far into it. Um, it, it seemed like kind of an in the moment sort of decision. But again, looking back, I'm like, okay, I was definitely sober curious for a while. Those in the moment decisions can be so powerful though. Totally. Like that's not always how it works out for people. But I mean, I can look back on so many moments in my life where I'm like, I have to hit that powerful moment in order to make the big change. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of like a breakthrough Mm -hmm. moment. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah. So I kind of feel like like a lot of people in the beginning have this like idea of I want to kind of quit drinking but and then they kind of think of like all of these reasons that they have to drink or that they should kind of drink so I think for me like my biggest piece of advice for those of you who are like stuck in that sober curious like unable to kind of break free from this is just to like imagine what your life could be without alcohol like imagine your life without alcohol holding you back in all of the ways that you kind of are aware of like while you're questioning your drinking just imagine kind of what what that could bring you like and if you stop putting the pressure on yourself to like satisfy everybody else you know it's like stop people pleasing and start focusing on what it is that you really want and then I think like finding a supportive community you know we Mm -hmm. talk about this all the freaking time but For me, that Facebook group was the thing. It was my entryway in and then I could like secretly creep on all these people who are also (laughs) sober curious and like get those weird questions that I have answered without anybody really like knowing, you know, so it's like go find somebody's Instagram page like it can be my page. It could be somebody else's page and just like see that you're not alone in this, you know, like go, go check their like stuff out and you'll see, you'll see you're not alone. It's so much easier to become comfortable with a new transition in your life when you have those like-minded people around you too. You know, if you're trying to 
you know, if you're like, okay, I'm not going to drink, but you're still hanging out with all of your friends that are just getting trashed all the time Mm -hmm. or like with your relatives that are always drinking at the parties, like it's more difficult to like stick with your decision and remember the reasons why you're doing it. And I think so many people just get sucked back in the beginning. It's like they know and it's like they kind of have that I never want to drink again feeling in the midst of the hangover. But then they haven't really made that decision of like, no, like I can be who I want to be without drinking and I'm gonna do that for myself Mm -hmm. you know it's like stuck in this limbo and it's like you can fucking do it and I will say like obviously it's not that easy for everybody like alcohol is an addictive substance and you can become physically dependent on it so if you've been drinking every day like Maybe you need to go to a detox facility, but that's a whole other beast. Totally. And just like seeking out that kind of support, though, it's like you can't sit there and like suffer in silence, like like reach out to somebody, you know, I often wish it wasn't like so taboo to like openly question people's drinking behaviors, you know, (laughs) like. I don't know. I mean, I think that we just like normalize some really questionable (laughs) shit. And I think so many people, it just like flies under the radar, like their alcohol addiction or like their issues until it becomes this like super heavy thing that they they can't physically get off of, you know, and it's like you can choose to ignore it or you can choose to like move forward without it. So I think it's so crazy to think back to when like alcohol was like illegal, like, you know, like like, prohibition. Yeah, like prohibition. And like that's how it started. Mm -hmm. And like you think about now it's so normalized now. And it's like, how did did that happen? How did this happen? I know. I do feel like there's a huge sober curious movement. I know. And I love it. I don't know if maybe that's just because I see all of the stuff now because of you. Yeah, your world's opened up. I don't know. I hope all of the people that know me see all of the sober curious stuff because I want this to be a more normal thing. And that's that's why I am so open to like talking about it because it goes back to that post that I saw on Instagram that day and like somebody putting words to how I was feeling that I didn't know how I was feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like. That's what I'm here to do. And that's literally what I that Instagram thing that I posted. Like that's literally what I said. Yep. I just I think it's, it's absolutely so amazing. Yeah. Totally crazy. It. So yeah, I mean, if you guys have any questions or anything, obviously you can send us a DM on the podcast and ask us your questions. We would love to record podcast episodes for you. Um, I also do have like a booze-free beginner's guide with non-alcoholic drink ideas, some book suggestions because reading really helped me on this journey, as well as um, some sleep tips for your early days of being a non-drinker. So I'll link that in the show notes. But just know you're not alone. We're here for you and you can do it. Yeah. And as always, guys, rate and review our podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love to have some more reviews on there. As always, if you're going to leave a bad review, just don't leave it. And (laughs) find us on TikTok and Instagram at Social Soul Podcast. Yes. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.